Shalom and welcome to Just a Word Radio, your truth-seeking Bible study podcast. Here at Just a Word, it's hard talk, hard truth. Today we look at the third part in our series, Who Will Be Saved? In our first episode, we looked at the Tanakh, the Old Testament, and what it said about the question, who will be saved? In our second episode, we looked at his favor or grace and his mercy that showed us how he viewed the salvation of those who are not Israelites, those who have been condemned. We even gave examples of people who were condemned and who received his favor and his mercy because of belief. Now in this episode we are going to look at a common claim that the Israelites, that the Gentiles that were spoken of in the New Testament in the Brit Hadashah. So according to this claim, whenever the New Testament, whenever Apostle Shaul or Paul spoke about the Gentiles, it referred to Israel who were dispersed. And not only Apostle Shaul, whenever the New Testament in general spoke of the Gentiles or salvation coming to the Gentiles, it spoke of Israelites. This is the claim because the claim is Salvation is only for Israelites. Only Israelites can be saved. And this is what we look at in this series. Now, first of all, I must state the danger of religion. Whenever we have a religion, a religion becomes self-seeking. There is something about religion. We seemingly always want to claim everything for ourselves. If you look at each and every religion, that religion keeps telling us that if we are not that religion, then we are. Or if we are not following this, then we are. The Catholics will tell you they are the only true, what they call, quote-unquote, church. So if you are not a part of their church that they said they built on Peter, if you are not a part of that, then you have no salvation. The Jehovah's Witness will tell you about um, they are the chosen people. Now the chosen people and they even claim the 144,000 who are plainly Israelites. The 144,000 referred to in Revelation who are clearly Israelites. The Jehovah's Witnesses claim that these are Jehovah's Witnesses. We have the seventh day with their advent that... If you are not Seventh-day Adventist, then some say. If you are not Seventh-day Adventist, then you cannot be saved. You have all sorts of denominations. The Pentecostals tell you about if you are not speaking in tongues. If you are not Pentecostal speaking in tongues, then you are not. Um, you are not saved. And likewise now we have this awakening of the Father, the awakening of the children of Israel in these last days, and we have erroneously created a religion around it. And like all religions before, it becomes self-seeking. We were not called to be in religions. We were not called to be set apart in religions. 
we were called to be set apart in the way, in following the way of the Messiah. It is all about the Messiah. It is all about dwelling in the Messiah. It is all about living as he lived, walk as he walked. It is not about setting up a religion. It is about a way which is in Messiah, which is governed by Torah. So we live, we walk Torah by living and walking as the Messiah. It's not about a religion. And the reason we are having these, this series of who shall be saved, it is because of religion. If we were just following the Messiah, following his examples, as we shall soon see, we would see that we are we would not have been we would not have been having this series of who shall be saved because it is clearly laid out in scripture, in prophecy, and executed in the life of the Messiah, because the Messiah lived Torah. He lived out the prophecies of the Tanakh. So the questions we are going to look at today, the things that we should see, we should be able to answer after this episode is, were Israelites the only Gentiles that the Messiah came for? When the New Testament speaks of Gentiles, for example, Shaul or Paul going to the Gentiles, was the term Gentiles speaking only of Israelites? Neither Jews nor Greek. We know that statement very well. Were the Greeks Israelites? Were prophecies only for gathering Israel and Judah, no others? All of these we have to examine and we will look at all of the, we will see all of these today. And because Yahuwah does nothing before first telling his servants the prophets, as it says in Amos 3, 7. Because of that, we will start with a prophecy. Yeshayahu or Isaiah 49, 6. And he said, It is a light thing that thou shouldest be my servant, to raise up the tribes of Jacob, and to restore the preserved of Israel. I will also give thee for a light to the Gentiles, that thou mayest be my salvation unto the end of the earth. If we look at this verse carefully, let me go over it a little slower. And he said, It is a light thing that thou shouldest be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob. This was speaking, of course, prophesying, of course, of the Messiah. Sent to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the preserved of Israel. To raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the preserved of Israel. Israel, the dispersed of Israel, the remnant of Israel. That is what the Messiah was sent for. But it goes on to say, I will also, that also there means additionally, in addition, plus, and, that is what that also means. It means that in addition, to restoring the preserved of Israel and to raising up the tribes of Jacob, I will also give thee for a light to the Gentiles, that thou mayest be my salvation unto the end of the earth. 
So the light for the Gentiles is that his salvation should be all over the earth. All over the earth. Now the naysayer may say he is the salvation unto the end of the earth because Israel is scattered to the end of the earth. Okay, we shall soon see. And this episode is summarized in one account in Romans 15. I call it the big picture because anyone can fit verses together. And we say precept upon precept, line upon line. The scripture, the Bible has so many verses with so many hidden meanings. We can pick out verses together to get what we want to get if we have the wrong big picture. So the Bible is used by so many people, Christians, Rastafarians, even the Satanists use the Bible. Forty odd thousand denominations of Christians use the Bible and come with a different understanding. So that tells us how the Bible can be used to reach any conclusion that we have. If that conclusion is a false conclusion, then we will use it to justify a false doctrine. So we have to look at the right big picture. And the right big picture is first stated in prophecy, as we just showed in, in Yeshayahu 49.6. That is the big, big picture, but we shall see now in the New Testament where the big picture is emphasized or agrees with Yeshayahu 49.6. And this is taken from Romaim or Romans 15.8-12. Now I say that Yahusha HaMashiach was a minister of the circumcision for the truth of Elohim to confirm the promises made unto the fathers. Very important statement. He was the minister of the circumcision. The circumcision refers to the Yahudim, to the Israelites. To confirm the promises made unto the fathers. The promises such as the one made in Yeshayahu 49. 6. And it is because he was the minister of the circumcision, that is why he said in Matthew 15.24, I cometh not but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. He was first and primarily sent to Israel. Israel first. But it goes on to say in the next verse, and that the Gentiles might honor Yahuwah for his mercy, as it is written. So, he was the minister of the circumcision, but then he was also sent for the Gentiles. And the circumcision refers to Israel. So we have Israel there, and now we have the Gentiles. And that the Gentiles might honor Yahuwah for his mercy, as it is written. For this cause I will confess to thee among the Gentiles, and sing unto thy name. And again he saith, Rejoice ye Gentiles with his people. Rejoice ye Gentiles with his people, and we all know that his people are Israel. So this is saying that the Gentiles will rejoice with Israel. Rejoice ye Gentiles with his people, and again praise Yahuwah. 
all ye Gentiles, and laud him, all ye people. And again Isaiah saith, There shall be a root of Jesse, and he that shall rise to reign over the Gentiles, in him shall the Gentiles trust. So here in Romans 15, 8-12, we are getting this summary. He will first come for the circumcision, but he also comes for the Gentiles to be with his people, and his people are Israel. So we have there, we have a separation there between Israel and the Gentiles. They are not synonymous, as some are erroneously trying to get us to believe. And this is a process. Israel first, or primarily where Israel is concerned, the 12 tribes of Israel, it will be Yahuda or Judah first, then the other tribes, then the Gentiles. So look at, let us look at the process in action. Matityahu 10 verse 5. Matthew 10 verse 5. These twelve Yahusha sent forth and commanded them, saying, Go not into the way of the Gentiles, and into any city of the Samaritans enter ye not, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as ye go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. So he's saying, do not go in the way of the Gentiles, because the word must first be preached to Israel. Must first be preached to the house of Israel. And it didn't say there, it should first be preached to the Jews. He said, go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Matityahu 15.22 And we are going to see the progression of this prophecy of, of, of how the Messiah, the order in which people should receive the word. Matityahu 15.22 And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O master, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. Now this Canaanite is a Hamite. This Canaanite is a Gentile. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. Why were, were they telling him to send her away? Because she was a Gentile. She was not of the house of Israel. But he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So we, we use this verse to say that he is only sent to Israel. Because he said he was only sent to the lost sheep, then that, this means that nobody else should receive salvation except the house of Israel. But that is too simplistic. We know that the scripture, the Bible, it has deeper hidden meanings than those that are on the top. So we have to go deeper. And we don't even have to go too far with this one because the verses that are coming right up after this explain to us the process. The process of him coming for Israel, but through belief, the other nations, the Gentiles, the heathen, through belief, these people can access salvation.
So after he said, he, after he told them that he only came to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, the woman would not relent. She would not give up because she believed. In verse 25 it said, Then came she and worshipped him, saying, That worshipped there means bow down before him. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Master, help me. But he answered and said, It is not meet to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. Now, what is the Messiah saying here? He is saying that the children's bread, which is salvation for Israel, he is saying that he should not give it to the dogs. And the dogs here, he was not literally calling her a dog. He was using a simile of people eating and casting the best part of the food to the dogs. So he was using a simile. He wasn't actually calling her a dog. It is not me to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. And she would not give up because she said, Truth, master, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Yahusha answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. This is an example that shows us that Yahuwah does not reject belief or faith. Because she was rejected and she did not give up, but she believed. She was given that which she asked. And this is what will happen in the end those who are rejected but keep up through faith through belief that person shall receive salvation because before the messiah left and we shall see the 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 the, the process when he was there he told the disciples don't go into the way of the gentiles but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of israel but before he left before he left this earth, here is the instruction that he gave them. Matityahu 28.18 And Yahusha came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of Rachakodesh, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. So this is saying that they should go and teach all nations. Now the naysayer will say, teach all nations because the Israelites are in the nations. But we shall soon see the Israelites are separate from the Gentiles. They are not synonymous with Gentiles. And this same process of the Messiah coming first for Israel, but also coming for Gentiles, this same process is repeated in the call of the Apostle Shaul. Because we have to look at Shaul, because Shaul is the person who spoke most of the, wrote most of the New Testament. And he's the one who went unto the Gentiles, who was called the Apostle of the Gentiles. So we have to see his calling to see if it is in keeping with prophecy in 
Yeshayahu Isaiah 49.6 and to see if it is in keeping with the Messiah's calling of coming first for Israelites and then salvation given to the Gentiles. In Acts 9.10, in Acts 9.10, and there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias, and to him saith the master in a vision, Ananias, and he said, Behold, I am here, master. And the master said unto him, Arise and go into the street which is called Straight, and inquire in the house of Yahudath, for one called Shaul of Tarsus. For behold, he prayeth, and hath seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in, and putting his hand on him, that he might receive his sight. Then Ananias answered, Master, I have heard by many of this man, how much evil he hath done to thy saints at Jerusalem." And here he hath authority from the chief priests to bind all that call on thy name. But the master said unto him, and look at this carefully. But the master said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me. He is a chosen vessel unto me, and hear what he is chosen to do. To bear my name before the Gentiles, and the kings, and the children of Israel. So we see there, look at it, to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. This shows us that the Gentiles were not synonymous with the children of Israel. The Gentiles were not synonymous with the children of Israel. So when Shaul went to the Gentiles, it was not speaking solely of going to the children of Israel. The children of Israel, of course, were dispersed among them because the Israelites were dispersed among the Gentiles. But him going to the Gentiles is not only to go for the children of Israel. The Gentiles and the Israels are separate and not synonymous. And we see this in Acts 18.5. And when Silas and Timotheus were come from Macedonia, Shaul was pressed in the spirit and testified to the Yahudim that Yahusha was Mashiach. And when they opposed themselves and blasphemed, he shook his raiment and said unto them, Your blood be upon your own heads. I am clean from henceforth. I will go unto the Gentiles. From henceforth I will go unto the Gentiles. So this shows that Shaul's ministry before this incident was focused on the children of Israel. After this incident he said, Your blood upon your own heads, I am clean. From henceforth I will go unto the Gentiles. So Shaul's ministry to the Gentiles was not solely, was not to Israelites was not solely, solely to Israelites, just going and saying, okay, you are Israelites, so this is you. No, he went among the Gentiles and preached because he knew that the Israelites were among the Gentiles. So the Israelites would hear and the Gentiles themselves would also hear. Because this is the prophecy that he shall be a light to the Gentiles and he shall gather the dispersed of Israel and he shall gather the scattered of Yahudah. It is salvation to the world. And we have to clarify who the New Testament mentioned as Gentiles. Is it only Israelites? Because we know that the Israelites who 
that of the ten northern tribes, they became known also as Gentiles. In Matityahu 4.15, the land of Zebulun and the land of Nephtalim, by the way of the sea, beyond Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. And Galilee was in Israel. And it was called Galilee of the Gentiles. But also, in the Romans were also referred to as Gentiles. And we know that the word Gentiles or Goim actually means heathen or nations. And it actually means those Israelites who went into idolatry and were condemned as the, were synonymous with the Gentiles. In Romans, uh, in Matthew 20, 19, And shall deliver him to the Gentiles to mock and to scourge and to crucify him, and the third day he shall rise again. And we know that those who mocked him and scourged him and crucified him were the Romans. So we have here the Romans as Gentiles. And we have a third set of people, and those are the Israelites who are dispersed among the Gentiles. In Yaochanan 7.35, Then said the Jews among themselves, Whither will he go, that we shall not find him? Will he go unto the dispersed among the Gentiles and teach the Gentiles? So we see here the dispersed among the Gentiles and teach the Gentiles. The dispersed among the Gentiles, as I said before, he would teach the entire Gentiles because he would not know who among them were Israelites. One would not know who were Israelites, so they would teach the Gentiles generally. Okay, And this is a claim of those who say that the Gentiles referred to in the New Testament are solely Israelites. So our task is to show verses in the New Testament that clearly show Gentiles separate from Israelites. If we can do that, then we will nullify the claim that the Gentiles referred to are only Israelites. And for that, we go to Masim or Acts 4.27. For of a truth against thy holy child,